This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Pfizer seeks emergency use of COVID-19 shots in the US. Illinois teen charged in protest murders posts $2 million bail. And UN prepares for up to 200,000 Ethiopian refugees in Sudan. It's Saturday, November 21. I'm Anthony Davis. Pfizer formally asked U.S. regulators on Friday to allow emergency use of its COVID-19 vaccine, starting the clock on a process that could bring limited first shots as early as next month and eventually an end to the pandemic, but not until after a long, hard winter. The action comes days after Pfizer and its German partner BioNTech announced that its vaccine appears 95% effective at preventing mild to severe COVID-19 disease in a large ongoing study. The company said that protection plus a good safety record means the vaccine should qualify for emergency use authorization, something the Food and Drug Administration can grant before the final testing is fully complete. In addition to the FDA submission, they've already started rolling applications in Europe and the UK and intend to submit similar information soon. With the coronavirus surging around the US and the world, the pressure is on for regulators to make a speedy decision. Help is on the way, Dr. Anthony Fauci said on the eve of Pfizer's announcement, adding that it's too early to abandon masks and other protective measures. Friday's filing sets off a chain of events as the FDA and its independent advisers debate if the shots are ready. If so, still another government group will have to decide how the initial limited supplies are rationed out to anxiously awaiting Americans. How much vaccine is available and when is a moving target, but initial supplies will be scarce and rationed. Globally, Pfizer has estimated it could have 50 million doses available by year's end. About 25 million may become available for U.S. use in December, 30 million in January, and 35 million more in February and March, according to information presented to the National Academy of Medicine this week. Recipients will need two doses three weeks apart. The U.S. government has a contract to buy millions of Pfizer-BioNTech doses, as well as other candidates that pan out, and has promised shots will be free. A 17-year-old from Illinois who is charged with killing two people during a protest in Wisconsin and whose case has become a rallying cry for some conservatives posted $2 million bail on Friday and was released from custody. Carl Rittenhouse is accused of fatally shooting Joseph Rosenbaum and Anthony Huber and wounding Gage Grosskreutz during a demonstration on August 25th that followed the police shooting of Jacob Blake in Kenosha. Rittenhouse told police he was attacked while he was guarding a business and that he fired in self-defence. 
He faces multiple charges, including intentional homicide, reckless endangerment, and being a minor in possession of a firearm. Wisconsin law doesn't permit minors to carry or possess a gun unless they're hunting. He's due back in court on December 3rd for a preliminary hearing. His case has taken on political overtones. Supporters of the Black Lives Matter movement have painted Rittenhouse as a trigger-happy white supremacist. Conservatives upset over property destruction during recent protests have portrayed him as a patriot, exercising his right to bear arms during unrest. A legal defence fund for him has attracted millions of dollars in donations, and his mother got a standing ovation from women at a Waukesha County GOP function in September. Huber's father, John Huber, asked Kenosha County Circuit Court Commissioner Loren Keating during a hearing on November 2nd to set Rittenhouse's bail between $4 and $10 million. Huber said Rittenhouse thinks he's above the law and noted the efforts to raise money on his behalf. He also suggested militia groups would hide him from police if he were released. Keating ultimately set bail at $2 million, saying Rittenhouse was a flight risk given the seriousness of the charges against him. The United Nations Refugee Agency says about 32,000 people have fled Ethiopia's embattled Tigray region into neighbouring Sudan and is preparing for up to 200,000 in the next six months if necessary. Axel Bishop, the agency's representative in Sudan, told reporters on Friday that nobody at this stage can say exactly how many will come, as deadly fighting continues between Ethiopian government and Tigray regional government forces. Another crisis is growing inside the sealed-off Tigray region, as food and other supplies run desperately low. UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres called for the opening of humanitarian corridors, and the truces that may be necessary for humanitarian aid to be delivered. Guterres added, This is a matter of enormous concern to us. The Ethiopian refugees are arriving in a very remote area of Sudan, and humanitarians must create a crisis response virtually from zero, even as up to 5,000 refugees continue to arrive every day. This could unravel Ethiopia and also Sudan, the UNICEF country representative in Sudan, Abdullah Fadil, said on the crisis. Soon we will be overwhelmed if this rate continues. Children under 18 make up about 45% of the refugees, he said. People left Ethiopia in a great hurry, the UN officials said, and most arrived in Sudan with nothing. It's a mix of medical doctors, professionals, bankers to farmers, Fadil said. You could tell some people were actually well off. Ethiopia's government has been fighting the Tigray regional forces since a November 4th attack on a military base there. Each side regards the other as illegal. The result of a falling out between Nobel Peace Prize winning Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed and the Tigray leaders who once dominated the country's ruling coalition. Alarmed by the potential for disaster in Ethiopia and beyond, 17 U.S. senators urged Secretary of State Mike Pompeo in a letter on Thursday to engage Abiy directly to push for an immediate ceasefire. 
You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. Faith in the news media has been challenged, making it even harder to get stories told. The Friday Reporter podcast was created to help audiences better understand the media by hosting journalists who will answer the questions to which we need answers. Join me every Friday to hear more.